On this edition of the Kingdom Corner, you hear exclusive content from Matt Gibbs' soon-to-be-announced course, Searching for Significance. Here's your host, the great Matt Gibbs. Good day, folks. This is the great Matt Gibbs here with you once again in the online class, Searching for Significance, a devotional guide or journey through the book of Ecclesiastes. And this is session number four. And in the book that this was birthed from, the book that I authored by the same title, this would be chapter six. And I just want to start out and I just want to read the scripture from that meditation. And then I have a number of thoughts on this today, some taken from the book and some taken from just some of the things that are happening right now. I think this is a very timely meditation for what we're going through right now in this world and in this nation with the uh, coronavirus. We might touch on that a little bit. Ecclesiastes 4.1. And again, I looked and I saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of the oppressors, and they have no comforter. Wow, what a timely message today. When I wrote this, I was originally thinking of over 20 years ago now when I went to India on a missions trip, my first missions trip, and I remember in coming off a bus in the blackness of the night, the middle of the night after we got off of an airplane there, coming to our quarters where we were going to stay, our little hotel there, and just immediately I was hit by the uh, smell of what I call oppressiveness and smell of hopelessness. You could smell it in the air. And even though it was pitch black there, you could tell that there were all kind of people just lying on the streets because they had nowhere else to go. And then you would look around a bit and there was all kind of um, refuge and garbage piled up because there was nowhere for that to go, nowhere for them to take that. They're a third world nation. God gave me a lot of grace when I was in that country. I was in there in that country that first time for like four weeks, uh, every day ministering with another group of, of ministers and pastors uh, to the native pastors there in India. And God gave me a real grace because just the state of that third world nation, it initially just takes your breath away and you're in shock when you see that. So I was wondering, as I penned this book, I was relating this to how Solomon looked out, and that's what he saw in the world and in Judah, that there was no hope. And he was having an under-the-sun view, and I was just relating that to what I saw in India. He was having an under-the-sun view, and that means he didn't have a viewpoint of God in the matter. He wasn't considering God. He was just looking through his own eyes, and that phrase, under-the-sun, Interesting enough, it's used over 20 times in the 12 chapters of Ecclesiastes because that was the viewpoint he was looking at things with. God inspired that to be written so men and women could see that there was an example of somebody that was without hope about the situation, looking without hope. And I'm thinking today of the coronavirus and what we see going on and and all the lockdown we see and the streets of America seem to be empty now. And uh, a number of people, if you get on social media, they seem to be in a panic and they're without hope. And they're definitely like this verse says, and they have no comforter. And power was on the side of the oppressor. And it seems like the oppressor in this case is that virus. And it seems like that has all the power now. But God would want in this hour and this time to give us hope. Under the sun, like I said, is used 20 times throughout 
Ecclesiastes. There was no consideration by Solomon of God. He didn't take God's viewpoint. He only saw the oppression. And I could ask that question right now. What are you seeing? What kind of eyes are you viewing things with? Perhaps you're a Christian and you're taking my online course or reading my book. How are you viewing things out there? In the Bible, it says many times as Christians, we do have hope. We do have something to look forward to, and we have the assurance that God is on our side and that he's going to work on our behalf. It talks about those that love God, all things in Romans, work together for them for good. Are you seeing that today? No comforter or no comfort was mentioned twice in this verse alone. And then he talks about being oppressed or oppression. And in the Hebrew, that meant extortion, violence enacted upon another to defraud them of what is rightfully theirs. Ill-gotten gain, that is people cheating other people. To crush or to press and also to drink up like a bloodsucker drinking the life out of somebody. And to crush or oppress. The virus is crushing many right now. They're thinking about that. Our world is full of oppressors today. And the main one that I think is top of mind to everybody is the coronavirus. Contrast, Solomon sees no comforter. And he's powerless. No comfort. Like I said, it's mentioned twice in the verse. Comforter means to be moved with pity, to bring consolation or comfort and compassion to another in need. That's what a comforter does. They bring pity along with, you know, empathy, consolation, comfort, and compassion to another in need. Isn't that interesting? And then I would ask the question, Solomon, the richest man in the world, the man that has more financial means than anybody else in the world at that time, who many had come to for guidance and for help in his years as being king. And yet, why is he not stepping forward to be the solution in this great time of need of this oppression that he was seeing? Why is he not stepping forward? He's blind that to the fact that he himself could be the solution because he's lost hope in God because he only sees things with an under-the-sun view, with a worldly view. He had the means. He had the money. He had the wisdom. He was the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffett of his day. And yet he sat back and just, like so many are doing right now in the time that we're in, complaining and, and you know, only looking at the negative. This passage to me clearly shows how blind Solomon had become. And how about us today? What are, what, how are we doing? Uh, the Bible says as Christians, we should be a light uh, set upon a hill. We should be a light that others could come to for guidance and wisdom. We must offer, I believe today, especially in this drastic situation our nation is in right now, we must be a beacon of hope, a light of hope and consolation to those that are feeling oppressed and crushed and just fearful under this virus. We as Christians must step up and be the light that God has called us to. Romans fifteen thirteen says that there is an abounding of hope towards others and that Christians should abound in hope towards others. How are you doing with that? John 14, 16 talks about the promise of the comforter. We're talking about a comforter. Solomon says there was no comforter under the sun view, but there is a comforter, John 14, 16, that Jesus promised. We are never without this hope as sons and daughters of God. Not only is the Holy Spirit our comforter, 
he gives us the ability to comfort others. We've been given the Holy Spirit, not just to comfort parakletos, it comes alongside of us to comfort us in our greatest sorrows and our greatest needs, but it's to be something that we can then in turn give out to others, to deliver others from oppression, to deliver others from fear, to deliver others from hopelessness. Comforter, both in the Greek and the Hebrew, the Hebrew is nakam, and the Greek word is pneuma. They both mean the very root meaning of those words is breath or to breathe. Breath or to breathe. We possess as Christians the life-giving breath or breaths of God with which we can breathe hope, life, and freedom into others and deliver them from bondage, deliver them from the fear of uncertain days ahead. As men and women of God, we carry a solution, or we should. Solomon should have seen that he was a solution, but he didn't. And I'm afraid there's many Christians today, I'm sorry, they may be sitting back in fear themselves, just like Solomon was, and they can only see the negative. But God has called them to be the solution. As men and women of God, we carry a solution for people. We need to, to offer comfort and help. Uh, Luke 17, 21 says, The kingdom of God is within you. I love that verse. The kingdom, the very kingdom of God is within you and I as Christians, which means when we possess the kingdom of God, we possess the spirit of God and the hope that comes with that and the life-giving breath that comes with that, that we can impart and breathe into others. We must go forth and do the work as the disciples did. They went then two by two uh, to houses in the area and, and gave hope and prayed for others to be healed and delivered of demons and just gave encouragement. We must go out in this hour and give hope and encouragement. I'm going to close this off today, and I want to ask you three questions. Uh, for you to consider, for you to meditate on, write out the answers in your in your prayer journal. Pray about these things. They're very important, especially in this hour. What is your view of the world and society today? Wow, that's what is your view of society and the world today? Do you only see an under the sun view? That is a negative view of the circumstances and situations, especially with this virus. Or can you see that comfort is available? Can you see that God has provided comfort? Number two, do you possess God's spirit of comfort within you? Do you know that you possess that? Do you know that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of hope is within you? If so, are you experiencing this comfort yourself? Are you experiencing the comfort of God yourself? And finally, if you know you have God's spirit within you, you have the kingdom of God within you. Can you see yourself as a solution to what is going on out there? Can you give a word of comfort? Can you provide maybe uh, some, some provisions for people, whether it's food or toilet paper or whatever they might need to help them? Can you do that in their time of need? Why or why not? These are serious times we live in, my friend. Uh, and... God is challenging us in a new way. And you can sit back and say, there is no comfort. They have no comforter. We're oppressed. Or you can say that hope is abounding in God, and I carry that hope inside of me. 
I want you to just think about these things, pray about them. I want you to be encouraged today. Be encouraged today. Remember that verse in Romans, like I said, all things work together for good for them that are called by God and love God. And that's you. These things are all going to work together for good. He's going to work them out together for good if you're trusting him. Take care and come back again. Take care. Hey, thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you get notified every time we release a new episode. Welcome to the family.